When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You listen to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? So yeah, like talk Tom about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. What up? Hey! Look who's back. It's the boys from Causeway Street. <laughs> where the hell have we been? Uh, Watching the Celtics win nine in a row. That's what, yeah. where we've been. Not trying to break the streak. That's what we've been is that doing. that what it is? It was like a, a jinx thing, right? We didn't want to jinx it. It was a jinx So now they're probably going to lose against the Lakers. No, but you no, know no. what? We couldn't <laughs> help it. <laughs> we had to get home. back behind the mics. Back at oh, home. Fuck at Alonzo Ball. No, but remember, the last time we were on, it was right after they beat. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you guys, but the, the last time we were recording an episode. I don't want to tell you what happened to that episode. No, they just beat the 76ers on the road, so now they're going back home. It's going to be all good. All okay. good vibes. All right. Nine no. straight. They're going to win Nine the next 70 row. games Nine in a row. Nine in a row. I mean... Not a row, pretty impressive. I will say, pretty impressive. I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't take what I said in the last episode and actually publish that shit because I was pretty pumped the brakes. But now I'm like, fucking, let's go, dude. Let's Man, fucking go. On October 17th, at that night after that game, if, mm. if someone would have told you guys that they're gonna win, they're gonna drop one more and then win nine in a row, or even if you just say none they're of you guys be, would believe they're that. gonna be nine and two, none of you guys would believe that. Absolutely not. I mean, we were, talk- I, we were talking was, people off the ledge last episode, remember? I, I was I was stuck at 45 wins, dude. Best start since 2010-2011 season. Yeah, Sean, how do you feel now? You you laughed at me when I said this still win 50 games. I, I agree with you now. Now you, know? you do. Oh, that's all it takes, a little nine-game winning streak, huh? Sort of, sort of like, sort of like a, when somebody a little said, nine game winning sort of like when you know, people said, like, yeah, no, Trump may be president. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that was back in July. And I'm like, what the, and what the fuck is going November. on, man? Hey. No one's laughing now. No one. You're no like, Rubio, no. Come on, Rubio. Rubio. Catch up. I was like, no, Rubio's there. Come on, Cruz. Cruz is there. We still got Hillary and Bernie. Dude, it's good, bro. It's good. Nope. <laughs> Election night. Around 10 o'clock. <laughs> Except this one is We're good all, news. So this is this is completely on the opposite. This is good news. And you know what? Let's not, our heads. Let, let's not get Sean going on, on, on politics, of course, because this is the Causeway Street Podcast. Talking nothing about the Celtics, of course, and what what an amazing start it's been for them. The best start since 2010-2011 season. So, Who was on that team? Vaughn Wafer. Vaughn Wafer. Vaughn Wafer. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq, Shaq Shaq just got signed. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal. J-Bone. J-Bone was in the building. 
That's his nickname? I call him J-Bone. J-Bones? Uh, it's not, it's not, my, it's not J-Bones. my term. J-Bones? It's not my term, but <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Michael Holly. I don't know if he does listen to this podcast or not, but he used to call him Jermaine Bone on Bone O'Neal. So yeah, J-Bone. that was his nickname J-Bones. because because of all the, uh, uh, all all the injuries. His knee injury. Yeah. Bone like, Spurs McGee? He had like no bones yeah. in his knee. <laughs> but this is a much, much different team. I mean, you got uh, these youngsters, man, really balling up. Of course, you got Kyrie Irving. Marquise what he did. Oh, he no, finally, finally scored over 30 points. We're past that. You got Al Horford. Just killing it right now. He's not looking too average. And, of course, we're going to talk to uh, Al Horford's sister shortly. Uh, oh, she'll be joining us in a few minutes. Yes. So we'll get her two cents on, of course, her brother and the rest of the team. Right, keep, and, you keep it up to yourself. Huh? You didn't tell us beforehand. Uh, you guys no, both no. knew about that. I, I actually knew about this, Joel. I don't know where have you been. Oh, man. I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. How about right. this? How about this? Food for thought, all right? Yep. Don't let it go to waste. Top team and uh, points allowed. Hmm. Fewest points allowed. Fewest, fewest. fewest points allowed. Fewest. Uh, second team in rebounding in the NBA. The second best rebounding team in the NBA is the Boston Celtics. I can't believe Let that. Let that marinate for a second. Winning the winning second the best rebounding team is off the, the Boston Celtics. When do you think the last time no. the, any Celtics fan was able to say that? No, I don't, I don't think I've ever been 1985. It. I don't think I was born yet. Yeah, I think Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale were maybe on the team. Yeah. I mean, for that, real. The, the, Bill uh, Walton. Arguably the best front court ever. Yeah. and It was the like, last time that happened. Yeah, we're going to eat rebounds for breakfast. but like, And for defense efficiency, number one. Some of these, some of these stats are amazing, but I feel like the Celtics didn't do much to become a better rebounding team. At, but they brought in Baines, they yeah. brought in. But they're all crashing the boards, though. It's not just I, that, one guy. That's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. they didn't the do team, much no, in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you're saying that it's not even about the offseason moves. It's about yeah, yeah, just yeah. the players just it's, having a knack for grabbing boards. It's yeah. just like there's a hustle. There's they all like just turn and just look. As soon as yes. that ball goes in the air, they're like, I'm grabbing. This. Like when I see somebody now, like there was a play last night where Jalen Brown. Hustled back on defense without crashing the boards. I was literally like, why aren't you crashing the boards? Right. Like, I expect it now, which is last year if I saw that, I'd be like, well, everyone's getting back on defense. It's just the way. It's, it's literally when you had Kevin Garnett on this team you were, and Pendrick Perkins on this mm. team, you were a subpar rebounding team. Subpar, right. Whatever, whatever Brad Stevens is preaching now, rebounding has been something I've been screaming at the TV for the past, I don't know. 30 years I've been alive. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've been yeah, saying, rebound, rebound, box out. And then all of a sudden, this year, that I'm was like, Sean's first word when he was a baby. <laughs> rebound. Now, now, it's, now I don't even have to scream it, man. They're rebounding, which is crazy. Number two in the league of rebounds. It's ridiculous. It's like they just somehow cracked the code. And like, I'm not going to lie. Rebounding leads into defensive efficiency. It's right. a common Red right there. Like, if you want to know why this team's so good at defense, oh, yeah, well, it's probably because they rebound well. Mm-hmm. Because second chance chance points, you eliminate those if you're rebounding. You get more possessions on the offensive end if you're rebounding. It's the key to everything. We finally seem to have unlocked too, it. And the fast <laughs> break points, points transition, yeah. Yeah. ridiculous. How about ridiculous. Al Horford and Kyrie Irving though? Not all of a sudden like, they're like the dynamic duo of the league right now. Yeah, which well, no one really got into. Right after the right after the, the Southern's lost Hayward, I mean, a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, well, they need help from this guy. They need help from these guys." You no, know, Brown, and of course they, they did step up. Of course, you no, know, Brown and Tatum both stepped up, but wow. no one really said, "Well, they still got Horford and Kyrie." I mean, they could still carry the load, right? And but that's exactly that's been the case, especially against Oklahoma City. You know, especially against you know those those fourth quarter grind out games. It's been those two carrying the load for the entire team. Yeah, I, I mean, th- those two have instant chemistry. Which I think sort of lends to that, um, 
the reason why remember remember when Kevin Durant was thinking it was a free agent, he was talking, he was like, one of the guys I really want to play with mm. is Al Horford, right? And everyone's sort of like, that's weird. Why? <laughs> which, 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 which honestly, if you think about it, it's the only reason the Celtics really reached out to him. Right. Maybe not the only reason. Oh, that's but, messed up, man. Okay. <laughs> no. Not the only I think that's reason. That's true. But like, let's face it. That was that was Plan A. Plan A was Isaiah to put those two guys to together. At, at the All Star break. Yep. The, uh, Isaiah was talking to everybody, to man. He was like that guy who flirts with every girl at the party. But uh, yeah. <laughs> and all the girls are like, dude, you were just talking to like three other girls. <laughs> He's like, the nah, last two hours. Nah, forget about them. It's nah, all about you. I have my eye on you the whole time. I was just talking to them to talk to you. That's all I was doing. Big circle. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm sure. I'm sure Al was on the Celtics' radar, but you know, whatever wish list or quote unquote list of f- potential free agents that Durant wanted to play with, they were going to target. And but Al Horford was on top of that list. But I think you look at it right. Kevin Durant said, "I want to play with Al Horford because he makes everything easier. His basketball intellect is very high. He rebounds. He can dish. He can t- take the ball up. And shoot. Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie is now just reaping the benefits of that. I mean." That combination is probably one of the most fun, like actual combinations between point guard and big man that we've seen in a very, very long time in the NBA. Because, I mean, realistically, you're not really looking at a point guard and a big man being the two best players on the team anymore. Usually, you that's have like a, old school. That's like old school yeah. basketball, and right. it's sort of coming back. It's it's a new school way because right. it's, it's always Al, a, it's always a wing and a big man, right? Or or oh, right, or, right? Or a wing or, and a, and a, wing and a point guy. guard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now now you're bringing Al in, and Al's playing the stretch four or stretch five, whatever, whatever, whichever, whichever whatever. lineup. Stretch four, size five. Stevens puts up. Yeah, he's stretching. Whatever it is, <laughs> he's, he's stretching out there. Stretch six. He's a stretch six. We're gonna add or stretch nine. He's a stretch nine. Uh, that's what he's gonna. That's what I'm gonna start calling. But I mean, he's blending into today's NBA and Brad Stevens has put these two in a position to be the new point guard and big man combo in today's NBA mm. which I think we all thought that was extinct but now they're they're doing it at a level that if they can keep this up for the whole year they're going to cause some major major problems with this whole new age NBA not worrying about a big man type mm. thing they're going to cause some major major well, shakeups that's why Brad Stevens, you, you you can't not give him enough credit because he's the MVP, man. I mean, say he's the say, MVP. Say what you want about Al Horford. Stevens you know. at the MVP right now, though. He's no, the bro. MVP right now. Nah, he's the MVP right now. Nah, I told you he would be, and he still is. No, he's still. All right, well, that's that's for another day. It's Kyrie. We'll talk about that later. All right, so say what you want about uh, Al another Horford. Episode. You know, definitely not Gordon. The reasons why Celtics went out to get Al Horford or pursue Al Horford, he was he's a perfect fit into Brad Stevens' system. Okay. And I love the fact that Kyrie Irving has found a balance between distributing and scoring. Mm. It's not like, all right, guys, just give the ball to Kyrie. Everybody stand out of his way and just let him pretty dancing, dribbling, and right. which is great which, to watch. Which is what people anticipated yeah. after yeah. Hayward went down. Exactly. Right. Which is pretty to watch. But he does it when he needs to. But he does it when he needs to. Exactly. And I think and it's he, gorgeous to watch. Example. It's gorgeous to watch. It was pretty against the Hawks because... You know, it's a tight game. There was, what, 25 lead changes in that game. And, mm. and Kyrie was like, okay, guys, I know what I got to do here. Yeah. Back the fuck up. That's exactly. what he said. <laughs> yeah. He said, but at the same send time, me a screen. At the same time, there was a... I think that head nod is going to be a thing, by the there way. There was a run. He nods his head. He's like, yeah, yeah I'm in the zone. Yeah. yeah this is my time. All the, you know, the, the everybody... Uh-huh, yeah, he quiet, like, the, like, quiet the crowd down. Like, 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 guys. like I got this guy. Yeah. I got this. Like, I haven't even started yet. Let me get in my groove. I'm late to the party. 16 points in the first half, and the game is tied, and he's like, all right, I'm just warming up here. Like, you know? And I'm setting up... 
Jason Tatum, who was wide open how many times from the three-point line? Oh, best, best, best the, game of the year so far for him. And that's the biggest <laughs> beneficiary of Kyrie Irving. Like, and so he, is Jalen. Those, those Jaylen corner too. guys. Jaylen too. It, even though it, he, had a, he had a so-so game against Atlanta, but overall, like, those two are just forever open. So mm. though, though, that play when, like, Kyrie drove kicked out and, Al at the top and of it the went to, him. like, Marcus, Jalen, Jalen, oh, Marcus, it was like seven passes, Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie yeah. drove. The whole reason why Tatum was so wide open is because Kyrie – made one spin move, and everybody on the defense went, oh, shit, Kyrie's going to the basket. And they just conver- – it was the fastest I've ever seen a Atlanta Hawks team converge yeah. on the basket. And Tatum just standing there like, all right, fine. Which Jason Tatum shooting like 52% from three and yeah. 80% from corner threes this year, that is ridiculous. He can stroke it, man. He can stroke. He's not. Ha- he doesn't have to work on his shot, which yeah. is great. The man has the but, I mean, rhythm Kyrie, down pack right but, now. I mean, but I mean, Kyrie's the biggest reason for that. Every every defense has to help defense on Kyrie, and that's going to leave those corner threes wide open. And I'm sorry. If Tatum's going to shoot, I'll even give him 65% from the corner this year on those wide. It's a lock, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, much credit again to Al Horford, though. I mean, I just feel like Al Horford... This is one play in particular. It was against the Orlando Magic. Fourth quarter, it was like, I don't know, five, four minutes left to go in the game. And he's in the corner. I think it was Irving going going towards the basket. And he kind of stopped, turned over, not turned the ball over, but like turned, turned look over his shoulder. And Al was literally clapping his hands, asking for the ball. I mean, that's something that we didn't see last year. We did yeah. not see that Let's last year. Let's face it. He's like, give me that. I'm going to yeah. shoot this three. You know, and nail it. What he did, again, <laughs> what he did in OKC. What four threes in the fourth quarter? I mean, like that. Not only does that show the confidence for what Al can do behind the arc, but it's the fact that he's initiating it. He's like, "Give me the rock." What was our I'm biggest feeling? It. What was our biggest knock on him last year? That is, he disappeared. Not he, only that, but he, he, he disappeared didn't, he and didn't he didn't want ask the, ball. For the ball. Exactly. Right. Yeah, he was shy away from it. So let me, you know, or you know, let's get into it later. Let's get into it later. I, I don't know. I don't want to say, oh, it's because, you know, maybe Isaiah didn't pass as much as he this used is what to. That, I was just going to get to that. I was just going to get to that, man. Is that it, though? I think so. I think now he feels more it? welcome with this team. He feels like I'm not the outsider coming in. Last year, he came in. You had Bradley. You had Crowder. You had Isaiah Thomas. Well, he had another year of brass teams under his belt. That obviously yeah, true. Yeah. But you had yeah. a squad that based themselves around, we don't give a fuck about anybody. We can do this. We don't like. And Al came in. They're like, great. You're going to help us. But... We can like at now. I think it's everything is a little newer. Mm. Isaiah Thomas isn't gonna dominate the ball. Like well, I, we I mean, saw- Ky- Kyrie dominates the ball, but I think we saw last year like when Al Horford got a rebound, he never looked to dribble up the court. This mm. year, I feel like every time he gets a rebound, he's out. He looks quick, but yeah. he says, "I'm gonna take it up," right. and he, and it's fine because he's gonna get those fast break points. But last year, you had Isaiah being like, "Yo." Give me that ball. Yeah. Like, I'm here. Offense starts here. Right here. Yeah, yeah. right here, dude. Right. That's it. But we saw like Kyrie's a little more flexible with the way he can work in the offense. And I think I think it's because Kyrie's really the new guy now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that, that's a big point. But, but Alto, we saw a glimpse of it in, 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 in the playoffs last year, especially when uh, Isaiah went down or, or games where Isaiah wasn't, wasn't having a good game. Yeah. Where yeah. Al Horford was just like, you know, I got this. Right. Right, and, out of a timeout, he get the ball. Way, in his own way, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he would, but he this year he's so much more yeah. aggressive. Plus, on defense too, we haven't even, oh, we haven't yeah. even talked about. Yeah, that. we haven't even scratched the surface on that. Okay. I mean, defensively, Mello, so, Mello, so many good things to talk about. Melo, who, <laughs> who leads the, the the Thunder in points right now, only scored ten points in that in that mm. comeback win, right? Not to mention the bigs that he that he helped contain. By the way, Porzingis had the worst shooting night that he's had in a long time. Who am I forgetting? The home Embiid. 
You couldn't make a basket. What do you win? One for ten. Yeah, Al's defense is great, but uh, like I predicted, the OKC Thunder are going to Marcus Aldridge? fucking fall. That's the other one. Aldridge. So fast. Yeah. Hey, the, Thunder the are Greek done. Freak, the, second, the second game in, in Oh, in, he did. Yeah, he was huge for that. Yeah, yeah. right. And, yeah. and, and Aldridge. He said it. He was like, yeah, he still got his 26 points, but we made him work for it. And, and Aldridge, he, he's, he had one heck of a season heading. Well, Ald- no, one Ald- heck of a week or two, no, I should Ald- say. No, the, the Heading into that game. Aldridge has been like the best Aldridge we've seen since he left Portland yeah. this year. And Steph, he had that one dud against the Celtics. Mm. And Al had a lot to do with that. Those milk duds. So, so all right. Right. overall, like, like, like we've, been, we've been talking about, he's, he's doing his thing. And he's a big reason why the Celtics are where they're at right now. All right, let's get to our guest of the uh, of the program. We got uh, Anna Horford, who's making her second appearance on Causeway Street. Brother of Celtics big man Al Horford. Brother? Anna, welcome back. Brother, he said brother. Oh bro. shit! Oh, no. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> nah, wow, is that what you guys think of me? <laughs> no, jeez, anything but a brother. She's Sister like, of you know what? I think it's because I was looking at Joel. You know, he's my brother. And, yeah. <laughs> we were talking for a little yeah, bit beforehand, one, and one, uh, yeah, one. this is this is me backpedaling. What's up, Anna? How's how's that intro for you? Uh, it was spot. On. Great. I'm she's glad like, I'm Al's brother. She's like, it's bad enough people think I'm his wife. You know? <laughs> I know. At least she yeah. didn't go wife, I guess. I know. Right? That's a new one. <laughs> that had been going on for months, too. Do you still get that, by the way? Do people still say, uh, aren't you his, his wife? Like, every day. Still? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It's been over a year. Yeah. So It takes, like, a five-second Google search to find Amelia Vega, which is my sister-in-law. Like, come right, on. Right. It's not isn't, that hard. Isn't she super famous, too? Is... Um, yeah, I mean, she's got like more followers than Al. Yeah, yeah. I thought my I thought my girlfriend said that Al Al married some somebody pretty famous. From yeah, Al doesn't really mess with social media, so that uh, might be why. But Amelia's pretty popular. Yeah, but still, Google has that covered. You type in Al Horford's wife, and obviously, it doesn't say Anna. <laughs> and his picture just comes up like what? <laughs> <laughs> with, with question marks. Maybe his wife, right? So, and I appreciate you, of course, taking the time, making your second appearance. Uh, the sister of Al Horford, and um. We we're just over here. We're ecstatic, obviously, because you know we. I don't know. Maybe you did, or I don't know if anybody else did, but no one could have predicted a, a nine-game winning streak after losing those first two games of the season. Uh, Anna, how surprised are you about how good the Celtics are playing, and, and what do you think is the biggest reason why? I mean, I definitely think it's a pleasant surprise, um, and I think just the biggest reason is we just have a really solid group of guys who are just there to kind of motivate each other and play off each other, and I mean. You can tell they already have excellent chemistry, so I think um, so. I think that's really, really good for us, and uh, we're only going to get better from here. So, what do you think is the the biggest difference that you're seeing out of Al? Because I mean, your brother's just been killing it, man. I mean, like you know, flirted with a triple double the other night. Mm-hmm. He's just been one of those go to guys in the fourth quarter. I mean, of course, Oklahoma City stands out the most. You know what he did against uh, uh, the the Thunder and that huge comeback. Easily, easily my favorite win of this young season. What do you think is the biggest difference between between him and, and Irving as opposed to him and, and Thomas? Because I feel like, I mean, again, of course, it's still early, but I just feel like he's just, it just seems like things are clicking better with Irving <coughs> instead of uh, when he was playing next to Thomas. Yeah, I mean, Al loved playing with IT, but I think he was also really, really stoked to play with Kyrie just because, you know, um, He's a really seasoned player, and and he's kind of a magician out on the court, and he just really knows what he's doing. So I think that they just have confidence in each other, and the chemistry that they're already building together is huge. I mean, I think that everyone can see it, and um, like I said, I just feel like they are confident in one another, and they're already feeling comfortable with one another. And so I I think that's kind of why they're gelling, and, and that's why it's working. 
hey, and as well over here. And uh, my question is, do you think after the postseason the Celtics had last spring, and I felt like Al was probably the best overall player of, of the Celtics during that whole run, you think that has a lot to do with how he's playing now? Or do you just think because the circumstances with, you know, Gordon Hayward going down that he has to pick up the slack a little bit? Or is just this is just the player he's always been? I mean, I think that he's just kind of still rolling from the playoffs last season. But with this new team, even though four guys, you know, we only have four guys returning, I think that he's just, it's really helped him who he's playing with now. So we've got some big bodies down low like Baines and Morris. And Al is so excited to play with Baines because last year, you know, when he was a Piston Al, I remember talking to him about, he's like, I can't. He's like, if you try to post up Baines, you just can't. He's a brick wall. Like, you can't go through the guy. He's a solid rebounder. And so having him in that position really frees up Al to do, you know, a lot more of of what he does best. And so um, I just think that the different guys who are here on the team this year, I think they just suit each other really well. and, And that's why we're, you know, finding success. So obviously Al's had a great start to the season, um, but I, I'd, I'd like to get into a little bit about you making the news waves here in Boston too. Seems <laughs> like uh, again every time we have you on, you get a little beef with one of these Boston sports media guys. And so, this time it's EI. EI, uh, I know. EI guys, it's one of some of my colleagues. So I guess my question for you: Who's your least favorite Boston <laughs> sports media? Person? You asked this question last year. Too. I know, but I mean, now Maloney's <laughs> up there. There's Felger there. I mean, who is it? Who, it's who neck is and neck. it? I mean, I don't. I don't listen to the broadcasts in Boston uh, just because I am in Michigan. So that's like one thing. Uh, but as far as being obnoxious and not being able to take an L, I'd give that to Lou Merloni no. or whatever the <laughs> fuck his name is. Um, he held he held on for a while, I think, too. too right? I mean, yeah. I think he's still holding on because I had followers tweet me today that he was talking about me on his show. That's and right. I saw that. I was talking yeah. and, and all that. So... Um, for for most obnoxious, I think he's winning right now just because he doesn't know, you know, yeah, he doesn't I mean, know when to quit. I mean, now that he's also on, uh, he's also on TV too. So I think it, that's this whole thing started on TV. Why? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. That's a good question. Well, to credit Patrick Gilroy, I mean, I. I, I I agree with the fact that it just seems like he's just, he's not really watching these games. You know, exactly. he's one of those guys that looks at the box the score. Box scores, yeah. He's like, oh, well, Al did this. And, you know what I mean? If he's and, looking at the box score, he should be loving what Al well, right, was Well, right, right. But right I think now. the whole thing started was because of last season, you know, there was, there was a few games where he wasn't that impressed. But, okay, I get that. But when Patrick Gilroy told him, okay, well, can you denounce the name Average Al, the stupid, you know, moniker, uh, moniker that you have going? And he refused to do it. It's like, how how do you refuse to do that when he's playing at this level, you know, the, the first 10 games? Right. I mean, I'll, yeah, be, I agree. I'll be the first one to admit, no offense, when we signed Al Horford, I thought it was a ton of money to give to Al Horford, but I have been super, super pleasantly surprised of he's making every dollar of that contract this year, in my opinion. I mean, $28 million, that's a ton of money. It's a new NBA we're in. <laughs> but, but it's a new NBA, yeah, Right, exactly. but I, I, I got to say, like, you know, Al Horford has been probably the most consistent guy on this team from the jump this year. So, hey, if if, if you're still holding on to this persona of Al, Al Horford not being a big-time player, I mean, you're just... I think, like Anna said, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Anna, what did it? Um, what was Al's initial reaction to the trade? I mean, not to keep talking about the Isaiah Thomas trade, but it's just I'm curious to see, you know, what he, what kind of conversations you two had when the news dropped that Isaiah Thomas was being traded to uh, the Cavs for Kyrie Irving. 
Yeah, I mean, from what I gather and, like, from what I've talked to Al about, just everyone was a little bit shocked. Um, They know that, you know, this is a business and that owners can be harsh and teams can be harsh in making their decisions. But he was just such a huge part of the Celtics and their success over the past few years. And I don't think anyone really saw it coming. Um, You know, we miss IT but uh, on the positive of that, we did get Kyrie Irving. So yeah, very true. It, it's, That's it's a huge positive. Out. Yeah, it's been working out very. They've been very successful in Boston, to, to say the least. Of course, you know it's funny. And I know you recently were in Boston. What was it about a week ago, a week and a half ago? And I got, I got to be honest here. I think I told you. I don't think I told you, Sean. But I was heading towards. Uh, you know, Brad Stevens about to about to speak. You know, after the game, and I, I saw you down the hall. You're walking. You're kind of walking towards me. I'm like, is that Anna Horford? And then I saw you had the 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 Horford for jersey on and then i was like okay all right but then something in my head something in my head just said sway she has no idea who you are so just keep it moving <laughs> and the next thing i knew i was going in the opposite direction you know but how was oh, your no, uh, well just tell me next time just just say just hey i'm hey I'm, like, I'm joe sway i'm the guy on twitter i should just i should have pulled out my twitter account but hey that's me i'm the coffee yeah, street guy say, you know causeway and and i'll get it i'll pick it up uh, <laughs> i think you had a little kid in your arms if i'm not mistaken um, sure that yeah, was. that was probably my nephew, Al's son, Ian, who's ah, two okay. and a half, but he looks like he's six. Got <laughs> <laughs> some good genes there. Yeah. How, was yeah. your, how was your time in Boston? Did you have a good time? Did you do anything fun or was it just uh, a short trip? No, it was awesome. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we ended up going to Salem and just hung out with Al and the kids uh, and uh, visited. My sister loves In a Pickle, so... <laughs> We in went there pickle? for breakfast a few times. Yeah. Oh, is that, I think I've heard about that, that spot. Um, um, that it's I in, I don't know how you guys say it. Is it Waltham? What's, Waltham. Waltham. <laughs> yes, it is Waltham. Yeah. Waltham, I, Waltham, yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've never been to that spot, but I drove by it the other day and I was like, why is there a line out of this place called In a Pickle? And I was like, what are they? But yeah. That, that, yeah, it's breakfast. It. It's, yeah. it's pretty dope. I looked at the line. I was like, almost pulled over. I was like, Jesus, I got to try whatever the fuck's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean hates lines, so that's why. <laughs> yeah. he kept it moving. So yeah, another question, and I'm going to ask these guys after you know later on. But I started off with you. I know it's early, of course. I mean, what we got over 70 games left in the season, but I can't help but look over to Cleveland to see them struggling. And you know, of course, we start to thinking if this roster stays intact, you know, if, if the Cleveland Cavaliers roster, if they don't make any big improvements, I mean, how far along are the Cavaliers from the Celtics? You know, in the grand scheme of things. Again, I know it's a small sample size, but Anna, I have to ask you, what do you think is the? Do you think the Celtics actually have a chance with this team to, to make the NBA Finals, or do you think that when the playoffs come, or or you know? come March that the Cleveland Cavaliers would turn things around and, and look like their old selves that we saw last year? Well, I'm a total optimist. I believe in like the power of positivity, uh, which is how I was all throughout the playoffs last year when we were down um, 0-2 in Chicago. And I said we were going to go to Chicago and win two and everyone called me crazy. Nailed it. Um, so, so I, I mean, I see this team going really far. Unfortunately, LeBron and his squad always turns up come playoff time. It doesn't matter how shitty they look during the season. You can never underestimate them. And no matter what they're doing during the regular season, they're not going to be the same team come into playoffs. So I think that we're definitely going to give them a run for their money. And I mean, anything's possible. So we definitely could make the finals. Um, but we'll just have to see. We'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, they're still the favorite, right? Yeah, they look extra shitty this year. To me, though. they're still the favorite. They look extra right, shitty. Well, Sean, they look shittier than Sean hasn't been. been feeling the Cavs whatsoever since nope. the offseason. He hasn't been you. impressed at all. They but. relied on Kyrie way too much, 
And LeBron didn't give him any credit. But like when you take Kyrie off that team, it just it's a it's a different squad, man. Not, it doesn't matter if you bring in aged, crippled or nearly crippled uh, superstars. But it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not LeBron. No, I'm telling you guys right now, it's an act. Yeah. Like they're bored. Like they're they're gonna come out and they're gonna show up. I don't know. I mean, just like they do every year. I mean, I I. I almost guarantee it. Not to mention, Isaiah Thomas is still, you know, on deck. Coming off a hip injury. He's going to come in a couple. I don't know, bro. I uh, don't know. I think you underestimate the heart of Isaiah Thomas. That's what I think. Any any, any other teams you think that uh, could challenge those those first two spots? Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep it 100. That's so true, man. I mean, I mean, (laughs) Toronto, Washington. I mean, for the most part, let's let's face it. It's not looking too good for those two teams. No, I want whatever the fuck Bradley Beal and John Waller smoking. Yes. <laughs> Those fake thugs yes. over there. Yeah, talk about them. Run, eat, run their talk mouths. about them eating their words too. You know, Jay Crowder. You know, had everyone hip to how those guys are and their attitude. And then the game played out. And we saw what LeBron did and, and what the Cavs did, taking care of business. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, the Wizards. They they got some talent, but when it comes comes down to it, I I, I don't see it. They never they never back up their talk. Never. No, no, they never do. That's true. And we're only going to get better. That's the other thing. That is the other thing. That's true. You know, as long as we stay healthy, we're going to be deadly come January, February, and it's only going to go up from there. So, Absolutely. so I've got I've got faith in our guys. Yeah, it's going to be a really fun season. I mean, of course, it already is, but I can't wait to see how this team unfolds and 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 how they, how well they're going to do by you know come come April. Hey, Anna, when's the next time you'll be in Boston? Um, I'm actually going to be there at the end of the month. So. Yeah. Uh, can I nice. try and, there you go. Can I try and catch a game? And, um, yeah, we'll be there that weekend. Um, it's my niece's first birthday, so I'll give a special shout out to Mike fucking Felger for that. And, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's... and we'll just go from there. Awesome, nice, awesome. Nice. And believe... keep keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I love it, it, I love the beef. It's it's the best. Next it's time I see best. you, I won't shy away. I guess I'll, I'll be yeah. more confident. I got no, more confidence. Yeah, now. just say hi. <laughs> She's like, Seriously, come on, just just, uh, just, just say hello. Just come by and say, say the word hi. Stop being a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe I believe every Bradley makes his uh, his return that weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Good so, call. There you go. Yeah. Well, I couldn't have looked as awkward as Joel did when you when you uh, Facetimed earlier before we started <laughs> before we started recording. Call me out there. Was, appreciate it, bro. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and you should have seen this dude he's like um she's facetiming me <laughs> it's sound, all good i didn't sound like that but oh it was close it was close but i it's thought i'm uh, blowing up your spot man Fine, <laughs> all right she is anna horford of course uh, if you haven't already i don't know why you're not following her follow her on twitter all you Celtics fans out there at anna horford on twitter uh anna once again we appreciate you stopping by Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. All right, have a good one. We'll talk again soon. Talk to you soon, Anna. Bye bye. (laughs) Ah, all right, all right. That was good. I'm sorry, Joe. I had I had to mention that, man. Yeah, I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up. Like, oh, she's freaking. She's FaceTiming, freaking the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I blame you, Michael. I said audio, not not FaceTime. Hey, I call I called her Al's brother, so. She, she's, That's why you did it, right? You're trying to make it seem like she's a great looking huh? human being. Well, no, I wasn't. Was, oh, I wasn't nervous. I, I literally didn't even know what I did until you guys were like, "Whoa, whoa!" And I was like, "What? What are you guys talking about?" Yeah, well, where's my phone, bro? Uh, I don't know why that's important right now. Oh, I, do you not know the schedule? Oh, I don't. Because we uh, look ahead right here. Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. All right. Anyways, time to look <laughs> ahead. Here we go. <laughs> we put all that. In the fucking- <laughs> All right, it's that time. It's that time, motherfuckers. Yeah, let's get right into it's it. It's been a while. How long do we look ahead to? Uh, we should probably look ahead for the next 
two weeks because who knows when we'll be on recording again. Nah, man, we're gonna get I'm just back kidding, on in a listeners. Week. Guys, worry, we took a week here. off. We take weeks off at the worst possible time. To be fair, there was technical difficulties. Not because was, we didn't want to. Did you say botanical difficulties? I said technical <laughs> difficulties. What do we have a fucking greenhouse going? Uh, I don't even want to talk about what happened. But go ahead, John. Let's look ahead. Guys, don't do drugs. All right. Uh, so tonight, fuck ESPN, because they're calling this Lonzo Wednesday night. That's oh, some geez. bullshit, man. You know what that is, man. That's, that's some that, bullshit. That's his dad getting his pockets right with ESPN, that's trying some to fucking cash bullshit. in on this, uh, you know, one of the oldest rivalries in all of sports. How are you going to not talk about the Celtics being on a nine-game win streak? They beat the Lakers at home. It's 10 games in a row. They lost their second best player, arguably first best player, on opening night, and they're raking this off, and you're going to lead with Lonzo fucking ball? Yeah, but who, it's, who, but, no, 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 no. But it's no, a no. setup shot. You know what's going to happen. Irving's he didn't gonna, score Irving's a single sh- fucking point against Portland. Irving's going to shut him down, and he's going to look He's going to look foolish on Lillard, national TV. Lillard made him his bitch. Lillard is one of the most uh, worst, is one of the worst right, defensive not, point guards in, in the NBA. Defensively, yeah. eh, okay. defensively, I like Lillard. So okay, but all right. Listen, I love Lillard as a player. Defensively, he makes Isaiah Thomas look pretty damn good on defensive, and he shut the fuck out of Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, Wouldn't have used that you, you, a year ago. you hear, you hear me right now, Lonzo Ball. You hear me, okay? You suck. <laughs> Who else we got? Look pretty good against John Wall. Did he look good against John Wall? I feel like the that that Lakers team has like some early season spunk. Because they're so young, yeah, they're the fucking baby Lakers, and the ESPN blows them up. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they 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 actually like suck. Like the Lakers are on TV every week. They're gonna win twenty games this year. Like that's that's it. Like stop stop acting like this is some type of Showtime. Oh oh, Lonzo Ball's here. Showtime's back in L.A. Get the fuck out. If you actually think that, I love your announcer voice. <laughs> if you actually oh, think that, Lonzo Ball, seriously. Slam a jammer. Here he comes. Lonzo Ball down the court. Oh, Showtime's back. Oh. No. Guess what he just did that against? He just did that against the fucking backup point guard for the fucking <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans, okay? But Wall did come up short, though. Each one more just got burned. Okay, great. Nice job, Lonzo. Fucking fake-ass triple doubles and shit. I got 10 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists. Whoa. Fuck you. That's not something to celebrate, Okay. Not he, something to celebrate. He's not celebrating. He's the ESPN that's celebrating. He is because he could shut the shit down. Why are you egging this dude on, Joel? Stop it. Just let him go on and let him continue. Who's next? Lonzo Ball Jeez. sucks. Okay. Anyways. And then, you know what? You know who's better than Lonzo Ball? Kemba Walker. And that's who the Celtics take on on Friday right, uh, at the Garden. Uh, Hornets uh, I'm already, come I'm to I'm already Boston. tired of the Hornets. I feel like we've they've faced them like seven times already. Yeah, it's only been three. I, I for some reason I love Malik Monk. Is that yeah, his first Malik name? Monk, yeah. And I, I like don't even too. think he's a top twenty rookie in the NBA this year. <laughs> but I've just seen him so yeah. many times. I've been like, I've been like, well, Malik Monk. You know, That's the a, guy who stood out to you. Yeah. I yeah. You. I don't know. The Hornets not that good. Probably. I just like what Mike Gorman says his name. Monk. Okay. Anyways, Raptors coming to Boston on Sunday. The Raptors, folks. The Raptors. The so-called. Uh, top tier team in the NBA, which uh, Anna so um, eloquently put, are the Raptors? Uh, no, no, yeah, no. What did she say? Do you see any other team besides? Oh, she said, "Fuck." You know the uh, fuck besides no. Cleveland and uh, Boston that could challenge for those first two spots. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> she hesitate on that one. So, you know what I want to happen? I want them to be the new rival between the Celtics. Not a rivalry because that wasn't. Even, 
That wasn't even what that was between them and the Wizards last year. I want the Raptors to be like the team that they can't stand. Yeah. Because I feel like those guys, that, that organization just won't give up on that core. I mean, that's the best thing they could have done. And they're like, no, no, we're going to re-up on DeRozan. We'll re-up on Lowry. Yeah, we see what Boston's doing over there, but it's okay. We, we can do this again, you know. We got, it's we like, got, guys, we got shut Drake. it down. Yeah, we got Drake on our side. We got these complimentary guys who we don't know who's going to step up night in and night hey, out. Hey, But we got, but we got Lowry and we have DeRozan and we're going to stick with these guys. It's like, no, guys, come on. Shut it down, man. We the North. Yeah, you so. guys had an opportunity to rebuild on the fly and you're like, nope, we're sticking with these guys. And watching the Celtics eclipse us yet again So this is going to be the norm now. This is a big Sunday matinee game and not on national TV. Weird. Like I just feel like if you're gonna put these because te- no one believes in the Raptors, that's man. Right, yeah. If the NBA doesn't, if the Raptors were the NBA legitimate, don't take you serious, then uh, exactly. If the Raptors were a legitimate threat, then this would be a national televised. Yeah. Game. So Adam Silver basically agrees with Anna Horford and says <laughs> they ain't got no fucking chance. And then I'm pretty sure so I'm gonna go to next Tuesday just in case. Just he in agrees, case he agrees with Anna. Fuck no. Fuck no. Raptors gonna do fine. Fuck no. Um, okay, and then on Tuesday, the Brooklyn, this is the game we got to go to. Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday. Just fuck, say fuck everything. Just go on Tuesday. So is this a team that the Celtics lose to? Um, this could be the first game the Celtics break their winning streak on. I think that they're going to go up to what? 9, 10, not what, 10, 11, 12, 12 game winning streak and then lose to the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are a choppy squad. Choppy squad. And you know what? It's a trap game. It's a 3 tra- 1. Oh, here we go. It's a trap game. Oh. 3 1. It's a trap game. That was, that was, uh, I knew that was coming. But you know the what? I'm, st- I'm still going for it. We're going there. I mean, they did beat the Cavs. I'm not mistaken, right? They beat the Cavs. I'm saying, I'm saying, going into Brooklyn the Nets, yeah. is a little bit of a difficult spot because the Brooklyn has some spunk. I'm not going to predict the Brooklyn Nets will beat the Celtics, but it is a trap game. It is 100% a trap game. When you got a trap, uh, trap, 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 trap. Oh, (laughs) hey. Bars, you do bars. There you go. There about us. Oh, hey, do your job. Bars. Bars. From Rick Ross to ASAP Ferg. There you go. I'm still going, man. We do it all here. Trap. 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 All right. Trap, but trap, but seriously, trap. seriously, if you thought the Hawks was a trap game, I'm just going to say, I mean, even though Atlanta, trap music. I thought I, the Magic would be. Oh, I mean, after they passed the Magic, I'm like, they're, they're going to they're gonna sweep the, the, the three-game well, road trip. That organist, by the way, he got better as the game went on. <laughs> he felt it. Yeah, he, he was felt even it. When, you know, even when they, it didn't look like they were going to win, they were like, yeah. no, I'm still going to keep this crowd going. I <laughs> love, no, yeah, exactly. I, I love, <laughs> no. Fuck was that? Yeah, he set this game up when there was, uh, whenever there was like, uh, what was it? They were, they were checking the film for, uh, they were double-checking the play. And then he just went all out. He went on like a quick mix. Oh, it took forever because Scal was like, what the fuck? And I was yeah. like, Scal, shut up. I'm trying to figure out what song he's playing. Yeah, he played like three different trap songs on the organ. He was just like, oh, here we go. Here's my mega mix real quick. Keep you guys entertained. No, but his go- his- that guy's go-to song is that the Pitbull shit. Yeah. He's been ever playing that song. He's been doing that. But he was doing that before he started doing the trap songs. What did he do last night? What did he do that night? These is bloody shoes. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> he did that and definitely got some Migos in there. Oh, dude, Migos was on on fucking repeat. No, it's, the, it's Atlanta, man. Migos, that's like top hey, top. You can't top, tell top. anyone in no, Atlanta that Migos is nothing. That's definitely that was definitely so. 
You want to just drop some beats right now? Uh, now, guys, let's do uh, trap music. Go ahead. And now, here's trap music. And now, the wonderful sounds of Migos. Wash machine. <laughs> it's washing. That's like how they. That's how trap music goes to me. Like they'll say, she they'll, she "Washing, she washing, washing when she washing when she washing." Washing machine. <laughs> washing machine. Like, like that's it. Like, oh, she washing that car. Clean it. That like that's every every time it's like honking that horn. Honk honk. It's like that's how that's how it goes. Oh, smoking that crack. Smoking. <laughs> That's all I don't I think hear. anyone talks about smoking crack. <laughs> oh, they don't. They don't. Like, it's more like you know, sipping on that lean. Sipping on that lean. Sip it. <laughs> sip, sip. <laughs> Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, man. Terraflu. <laughs> yeah. That's that's sip, seriously. Sip, sip. Drop, drop. <laughs> sip, sip, sip. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Every time you drop it, she drop it, she drop it, she drop it, she sip. Sip, sip, sip. <laughs> this is pretty much all it is. With a dope beat in the back. Uh, the, the beats are dope, though. Yeah. The beats are dope. But I, I just, I just, I still, I still feel like whoever creates Future's beats, which I think is Metro Boomin or whatever, whoever he wants Metro to go Boomin, by, yeah. whatever. If he created beats for lyricists, whoo! Oh, I know, woo! I know. Woo! It'd be a different story today. In like the most, game. most Def just 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 gets on a beat and just like, goes Pac off on that shit. I just, I, I feel like Pac was just looking for that type of shit, like yeah. just that type of producer. Uh, but Sean, he's dead, so he can't really do that. Yeah, he's dead. R.I.P. Most Def's alive, so that's why I said that. I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna go where it's gonna go. And with that, we uh, conclude our rap talk of the uh, Cosmic Tree podcast. There we go. And that's Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead, <laughs> in case you missed it, coming up. Right now, after this quick commercial break. Hey, everybody is here. I'm it's Tony's Tire Barn. Everyone needs tires. I got you covered. Yeah, your trend's going low. Well, come on down to Tony's Tire Barn. Come on down. <laughs> we got the best prices in the Massachusetts area, okay? All right, we're back. <laughs> in case you missed it. All right. In case you missed it. Could Isaiah Thomas be returning sooner than expected? Oh, I fucking hate this story so fucking much, dude. I LeBron is such a fucking pussy. What a fucking ass. I can't stand LeBron. This is all LeBron James. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, first I didn't all, mean to. First of all, the art, the article that you're referring to, Jeez, Sean. Slam Online, yeah, abrasive. Said nothing about LeBron James in this in this particular article. I'm talking about Isaiah Thomas. It was just read Isaiah. between <laughs> the motherfucking lines, Joel. No. Isaiah, all they did was just. Put up Isaiah Thomas tweets over the last couple of weeks about him busting other important guards' asses last season, and he wants the ball really badly. And so that's what, all it is. What what made it accelerated? That just just his tweets. So my my guess because my according guess to Teron Lewis, they're not rushing him. They're oh, doing oh, a good job like in his Teron, rehab. Like Teron Lewis has any say in that? Well, it's LeBron James. They asked LeBron him a question. James is going to. Yeah, okay, you can ask. You can ask me a question about the Cavs. It doesn't mean fucking shit. I have <laughs> as much say about the Cavs as Teron Lewis does. All right. Jeez. I'm just saying, LeBron James is probably going to Isaiah Thomas and saying, "Hey, man, really be nice to have you back on the fucking court where you belong, like we signed you to. Are you done? Re-? And the, the, and Isaiah is like, well, I'm a competitor. I want to play." But Isaiah, I mean, LeBron gives two fucks about Cleveland right now. He sees a sinking ship. He says, eh. No, I completely I'm going to get I the fuck out of here. I completely disagree. I Isaiah think, needs to come back now. I'm I think gone. he's going to hype up Isaiah as much as he can because he wants to, A, stick it to Boston, yeah. get back to the finals, and somehow show that he's going to be – this would be the greatest upset of all time. Listen, it's funny, it's funny you bring that up. What? 
if the if the Cavs beat the Warriors in the finals, it'd be the, one of the greatest oh, upsets the in the Warriors NBA. In the I'm, I'm I'm saying no. No, I'm talking about yeah. That was he, what LeBron he, he wants wanted. to get Isaiah hyped up so that he can stick it to Boston. Yes, that's knock, what I'm saying. Knock, knock the Celtics off in each of Conference Finals and try to pull off the biggest. He's going to force thing, Isaiah Thomas to come back earlier than he than he than he should because he's going to be like, listen, we're fucking ten and eighteen right now. This is not how we should be. Like, if they keep pacing the way they are, they're going to be in some real trouble. And mm. I, I LeBron James sees that, hence the. Arthur fist he fucking put up last night no, on Twitter. That's, that's, that's what I was gonna say. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's trying to force him to. to, to yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think that's the case. I just think yes, he's he just trying to yes, motivate he him. He's yes, trying he to put him on yes, blast. He he's yes, trying he to get the most. No, the you know, if for LeBron James to go out of his way and and, and do that, because think about it, he hasn't really a said. You know, hey, my boy Isaiah. Oh, I'm so glad yeah, to have you in Cleveland. He's not he's, him he up. hasn't gone public. And saying that, this is the first time he's ever shown some sort of, uh, not only support, but showing some sort of, uh, like, hey, I'm excited that you're on my team. He hasn't done that once since the trade happened. Yeah. Yes, because he's leaving. That's why. And he's like, I'm not, I don't want to Thomas lose. has done it to him, but he hasn't done it no, to but the point, the point of this, I don't want to lose. The point of this article is, oh, look at all the tweets that Isaiah's putting up. Look at how the Cavs are playing. Look at the fist now that uh, LeBron, you know, tweeted out. Well, maybe they're going to rush him back, but that's not going to happen. They're going to rush him back because LeBron says, even though I'm still going to leave, I need to leave with some type of dignity. So I don't want to be the sixth or seventh seed in the fucking Eastern Conference. While Isaiah Thomas is then going to get max money next year, no matter what, because if Isaiah sits out the whole year, he'll still get max money. One thousand percent. No, he's going to give him max money. The Cavs, because LeBron's going to leave, bro. If He'll he get max money. If he leaves. Isaiah Thomas, realistically, could sit out this entire season and say, come back in 2018, 2019 and say, I'm completely healthy now. Sign me now. He may yeah, not. Yeah, but if LeBron he may, sticks around, he can't get max money. He may not make as much money as he would have if his contract year was this year and he was fully healthy after this first season. But still, this Celtic season is the last remem- remembrance of that player. So he could sit out. <sighs> Why do you say that, man? All right, we'll see. Well, speaking of the Cavs right now, they are uh, Isaiah's going to kill it when he gets back. He will kill it when he gets back, but I think he may be doing damage to himself long term. If he's not fully healthy, all right, well that may be right. So I mean, then that's why that's why he's not coming back beforehand. Unless LeBron says, "Hey, I need you back," and he, and Isaiah is a competitor. You saw him, I understand right? You that. you know he'll that, come back before. He should be thinking about himself. And all I'm saying is, don't do it, Isaiah. Wait till you're 100 before you get back on the basketball court. Don't let LeBron James freaking awful person i hate lebron james person come and tell you to come back earlier it's stupid all right Cavs right now they'll be without trishan thompson for a month as he uh recuperates from a left calf strain it's a good thing they re-signed that guy huh yeah paid off in case you missed it jaleel okafor wanted a uh a buyout and the philadelphia 76ers have rejected it according to gm brian colangelo they want to accommodate okafor with the trade so they're looking for a second-round draft pick. And guess who has plenty of those? Sons. He's going to Phoenix. No, he's not. Yes, he the is. Celtics he's have plenty of he's those. He's a young. <laughs> I think that's what <laughs> Joel is trying to say. That's why. Yeah. That was what I was alluding to. I don't Does want Okafor, really though. Celtics, yeah. Celtics have come out. I don't out, want Okafor. Well, a report has come out that the Celtics refused to give up any first-round picks for him. But of course, doesn't mean, they shouldn't do that. So yeah, I put, they shouldn't do that. But. I put this tweet out, and I was like, I would rather have the Celtics... He'll probably go. He'll probably go to the Bulls. I think. I would rather have the Celtics chance a signing of Chris Bosh to see if he could come back and play, than trade for 
Jalil Okafor. And all of a sudden, this dude... Actually, I second that. Yes. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I'd rather see that. Thank you. I mean, maybe maybe he can play. Maybe he can't. You don't give up anything. You get him on your team. You say, get that Zarelto on your body. Get those blood clots gone. And when, you, when you're ready, come <laughs> back. It's funny. As soon as you said that, I was like, Chris Buck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's... But this, yeah, it's a, a major health issue right this now. This so dude goes, come back. no, but but he's been seen at Lakers practice too. Like they're, they're he's, he's he's flirting with the idea, huh? and he said he this wants too to bad, make man. a comeback. He's so young, and he's, he said he wants to make a comeback. Yeah, pl- right, plenty of basketball left in him. I mean, if the Celtics can can, I mean, I, I don't know. But, that, but those are the only teams that are gonna those are the only teams that are gonna um, take a chance on Bosch if he's healthy to play. It'd be like the Lakers. Like look at look at a uh, Bogut, right? He's not even playing, but. I don't know why the Lakers led all teams in signing this guy. Because they the same thing with <laughs> Dang. Look at that. By the way, Luel Dang may be looking for a buyout right now too. He's actually thinking about demanding a buyout because if I was him, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's because he's not gonna. He's who's gonna pick him up? He wants yeah, to play would, basketball uh, though. <laughs> yeah, but who's gonna pick him up? I would ride that out. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> get, that, get that money. Luol a couple Dang? years ago, yeah, a couple years ago, he signed like a, a, a near max deal. Who's yeah. gonna pay him that money? I'm just saying he gets bought out. He yeah, goes, but a buyout doesn't necessarily mean you get paid all the money you signed for. But you get paid a damn near close to it. That's the end of his career if he does that. No, I think I think there's contenders. I think he'll immediately Cleveland. sign with Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah, that's what Cleveland does. I think Boston could use a, a defensive wingman. I mean, I don't I don't see why Boston would. Overlook Dang. Whoa, Sean. They got Shemmy. I like Shemmy, though. Shemmy's, oh, you're saying it too. Shemmy's the when, did, did, that, when this, did that start? When did this start? Is Why this guy Jewish? Is this guy Jewish and we don't know? I don't like it. Shemmy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is, 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 it, is it at the point where he can't correct anybody anymore? Like Yo, ever like, since it, last like, week, it was the uh, wait. Who, who did they play last? I week? think it was. I think uh, no. It was the um, Scalabrini even God. said it when he hit the he hit a couple of threes. He was yeah. like Shemmy, and I'm like, he's doing it too. No, it's semi. <laughs> no, semi. Who, who did they? Who's the last home game? Oh, it was um, it was last week against the uh, the Kings. It was yeah. against the Kings, and like first it was. Uh, one of the uh, this is after the game. One of the reporters asking the question, and then it was they one just of the changed players. The shit up. And then Brad Stevens just like, yeah, well, you know, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, I got a lot of faith in Shemmy. And I'm just like, what? Like, when, why is everyone pronouncing his name like that? Mm, a like week that. ago, everybody said Semi. Now it's Shemmy. You think I don't like that. Yeah, you think, one, you think the, one of his the, other the, teammates might have said the, it on purpose? The telecast yeah. were, were uh, yeah, Scott was saying, Scott was saying like, it all night. Oh, Shemmy. Yeah, like, you're going you're gonna to have to talk to Semi and see what the fuck he says, because if he says... It's like this My whole, name is fucking Semi. It's like this, no, it's he like, must have like, said something. I, I just wanted to know where the, who, who sent that memo out. Now it's like, like Thibodeau. Hey, it's like Thibodeau and Thibodeau now. Yeah, it's like, no, guys, call him, like, yeah. Yeah, like, no, him Shibodeau or something. <laughs> By the way. It's like, um, no, no, I'm not. No, your name is Semi. Has anyone just caught on to like the, the and phonetic like, way to spell his name? So is it Nader or is it Nader? Nadir? Nadir? I guess if you're gonna change it, you have to change it now. Is it a- a- I mean, like, because think about Aaron. My name is Aaron, if you're gonna and you will not call me anything but Aaron. If you change, Bionis? if you change it now, Aaron no one's gonna mess it up because you know I am Australian and Spanish. Aaron Bayanis. Because <laughs> think about it, Terry Rozier changed his name, but no one's calling him Rozier the Third. I like no, I, no, because I think, like you've been in the league too long. No, no one's going no, yeah, to change the name. I think for him, he just wanted it. It's important to have it on his jersey. Whether they call him Rosie the Third or not, that's irrelevant to him. Yeah, he's no, like, no, no one's going to say he's it. He's like, I want that bad boy on my jersey. That's Listen, it. I'm Plus, gonna, he's Rosé. He's not Rosier. I am going to I am going to favor on the you, side you, of... You got, you got that catching on, by the way. I'm going to favor on the side of Shemi 
because I deal with this on a daily basis when people read my name Seen? and they say seen and I'm like, <laughs> people have, do are that? you are you fucking are you serious? People really are, are you do that? are you dumb? Yes, I went to the bank. So first off, I first off, first off, I have a problem oh, with the bank. I went to the bank the other day. Do you go to in, Starbucks and they mess up your name? No, 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 no. Scene. So, Caramel latte for scene. Satra. Satra. Uh, I'm sorry. Cian. Cian. Got a pump of spice latte. Extra milk. Extra sugar. Just kidding. I don't drink that shit. Black coffee all day. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I went to the bank and the ba- teller goes, you're from Rockland? And I go, yeah. And she goes, why are you here? <laughs> And I was like, what? She goes, and what is your name? Scene? I was like, listen, what the f- I, I'm, I'm going to switch banks after this fucking experience. What the fuck are you doing to me? Ask me why I'm fucking here. Well, call, call, out, call, my name? call out your bank. Call out your bank. Rock and Trust, man. <laughs> I really didn't see that one coming. Yeah, but it was like the Rock and Trust and like Wellesley. Oh. So then like, then like I thought, I thought like. <laughs> Sean's the only they, guy who's still Stuck by his local bank instead of just switching like everybody Since else. Since he was like thirteen, yeah. Uh, like once, once everybody the moves out of their town, the everyone switches banks. But Sean's like, nope, no, not gonna trust. The first account you ever open, you open with, you still have the uh, same account number, don't hey, you? Hey, that's just I have one account with him. I do do employ Bank of America. Shout out to Bank of America, Dad. Woo, there you go. Um, but <laughs> I just picture Mister Dude just putting his hand up like, yep. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, fuck, we're not gonna trust. <laughs> Been telling no. Sean for years. No, but then <laughs> at, when I left the Rock and Trust in Wellesley, like the headquarters of Rock and Trust is in Rockland. So then I imagine that woman thinking that I was like some type of secret fucking shopper from fucking Rockland Trust because my license says Rockland and they never see Rockland in Wellesley because it's a little bit far away. But that's still rude. Mad rude. And then one of the other ones was like, not that we don't want you to come here, but why are you here? That chick definitely like, got pulled aside after you left. Listen, everybody. <laughs> listen, everybody. I'm fucking here to cash my fucking check, okay? <laughs> Give me my damn. I have a check. You're my bank. My name is Sean. And you guys are located in a lot of places other than outside of Rockland. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. All right, what else we missed, Joel? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Sixers, <laughs> Sean, Cian's boy here, Markel Fultz, <laughs> is going to be out indefinitely with uh, some uh, shoulder issues, and no timeline has been set for his return, so... As uh, you can see it all over Twitter, Danny is looking more and more like a genius these days. I heard Malcare Fultz was was seen, um, not my name, but seen actually, with <laughs> eyes, um, shooting left-handed. Okay. Which is weird, right? So you think he's trying to make an adjustment so he can make a comeback? That would be fucked up if that did happen. If all of a sudden Markel Fultz comes out like halfway through the year. Uh, there's somebody sh- who really wants to play. Shooting lefty like it's no thing. He's just like, yeah, everything's fine. No, you were righty before this. <laughs> Before this all happened, you were shooting righty for your entire life. And your free throws looked horrible, but now they yeah. look like you just just learned how to play basketball yesterday. Did you actually have an injured left shoulder and then played with right hand in the NBA? We just didn't realize this the entire time. Then you know what I started thinking about? Do you think Markel Fultz went to Washington because he has a major drug problem? This is what I actually thought it came to me the other day. Maybe he's <laughs> Why would you do, think that? Do explain. I'm just thinking, like, Markel Fultz was the best player in, in the NCAA. Went to a small-town school, Washington, pretty liberal, could do whatever he wanted to do. Maybe he's addicted to painkillers, and now that he's on the NBA drug testing program, he can't really take the painkillers. Because I was, like, thinking, like, nothing really happened to him. Oh, so he can't play with pain. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I mean. So, so he had to, like, take himself out. Yeah, so, like, gotcha. th- that shoulder thing, like, I, I just feel like there's a painkiller addiction in there somewhere. Allegedly. Insert Sean conspiracy track right here. 
I don't know. I, that that's just my. No, it came no, to me in the shower yeah, the other day, never know, never know. and I was trying to figure out this whole Markel Fultz thing, and I was like, maybe it's a painkiller addiction. I don't know, but I'm just I'm just gonna say that and probably be totally wrong on it. But well, in case you missed it, shout out to our resident Suns fan, uh, Timothy Two, because the Suns have finally traded Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> To the Milwaukee Bucks for Greg Monroe. Uh, the Suns also receive a protected 2018 uh, first round pick and a protected 2018 second round pick. Mm, I think that's it's a little a, weird. And the Suns are already negotiating a uh, buyout for Greg Monroe. Yeah. What do you think? Celtics uh, should be interested. Yeah. I mean, if I'm the Celtics, I'm dot dot dot. I think I think you like him a little more than you like uh, Okafor. Definitely Okafor. Yeah. Well, here here's my thing though. Does this trade make the Bucks like a contender? Um, Not a contender. I mean, they're, like definitely, they definitely lack some shooting. They're always so th- they've always been in the mix, but I, I definitely think it improves their roster. I mean, yeah. Monroe wasn't doing much for them. No, Monroe, I mean, he just didn't fit the system. Mm-mm. Somehow they kept Brogdon to the deal. That's weird, right? Well, Brogdon, I he's got a lot of red flags going because yeah. no, a the injuries and two and, and b. I mean, what is he, like 25, 27? Yeah. I mean, he was a rookie last year, but he's like an older rookie, so he's not really going to get much better. Yeah. And then the injuries, it just sort of you know, but I, I pushes I, him back. It's a risk. I would have guaranteed that Brogdon or Thonmaker would have been in that deal, and if I was the Suns, I would have yeah, I would have held strong to that. They, they, they fucked up because they made this dude look like shit, and they didn't really get equal value. And they, No, I mean, Eric yeah. Bledsoe, if you yeah. tried to trade Eric Bledsoe last trade deadline, yeah. you would have gotten... Or not, or not even that. Don't air out what the fuck he right. said or the int- or the 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 just meeting be, that they had. Just be like we're completely be behind like, Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. Play him, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, or not or not even that. Like you want to like you know shorten his minutes, fine. Right. And in the meantime, we're looking you know to move him. And then when we finally do move him, we say you know what. But you know what, we're he also, wasn't happy. And we're also we, you know, okay. We weren't with happy with him here, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But how funny is that? They they try this three guard machine or whatever you want to call it, three headed point guard monster. And all of them are gone, and they don't have much to show for it. And no. all three of them no. said how badly they hated playing for the Suns. Yeah, like all three but of them. They, like, but the most important thing is, what do they have to show for it? I mean, nothing. This franchise just made a lot of bad moves, you know, from yeah. from the start, from yeah. from the start since they were relevant. After the obviously the the Nash and, and Stoudemire era, they since just the made Charles bad Barkley, decision after bad since decision. the Charles Barkley trade. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was a good team. The the, the, the Amari Stoudemire and Nash team. That team nearly went to the finals. But after that, <laughs> no. Since they traded away, uh, you know, Robert Ori for throwing a towel in Danny Angel's face, it's yeah. been all downhill. Yeah, since the like nachos done. have been stale, <laughs> yeah. you know, it just hasn't. Since Rex Chapman hit that, you know that. That running fadeaway three. I don't know how to tell Kevin Johnson came back. I don't know how to tell this, but Phoenix will just be a retirement land where they just need to play okay basketball to sell to sell tickets at that arena. They'll be fine with it. The arena is is connected to a casino, so that's always another option. When you go there, yeah, we gotta go with Tim. We gotta go with Tim sometime. No, we gotta talk to Tim. We gonna talk to him soon, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, In case you missed it, Danny Ainge has tweeted out a photo of uh, Gordon Hayward. Putting up shots from a chair at the Celtics practice facility, and I quote, putting in work. I think this is stupid. Okay. Tell us how you really feel. That's it. Okay. I think it's dumb. No, I mean, I think it was interesting that Danny Ainge put up the tweet. I don't know why, but I just feel I find that interesting because he's never really done that with any players. Yeah. Except that time, I think uh, Gerald Green made fun of him because he was trying to rap, but that's a different reason. Yeah, that's completely different. <laughs> uh, speaking of Gordon Haywood, he we haven't been on since his, his injury, but he did held a press conference last week. Uh, he talked about you know everything surrounding his injury and his uh, surgery, and now that his hard cast has been removed, he says he's uh, hopefully uh, close to joining his teammates on the bench after the doctors clear him. So 
looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I thought the press conference was was, was fine. I mean, some people thought that it wasn't necess- wasn't necessary. They thought yeah. that you know, why are people making it sound like as if you know he's never going to play basketball again? I mean, yeah, okay. I, I guess there's been a l- little more attention towards it. I mean, we saw what the Red Sox did mm-hmm. and wearing his mm-hmm. uniform and, mm-hmm. and telling him to, you know wishing him well. But I think it's just part of what Boston is. I mean, the city of Boston and what. You know, the other teams, whether we talk about the Red Sox or the Patriots, they all sort of support each other in a way that I feel like other cities don't necessarily, you don't necessarily see that. No, yeah, I agree. So I don't have any problems with it. I do feel like, okay, now we're at a point where we can move on. Yeah, I think you the have Southern to move are playing on. well. You have to move on. Yeah, you do, but I feel like we're, I think, I think we just reached that point. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I didn't have a problem with the I press didn't, conference. I didn't mind the press conference. The I didn't mind Matt Lauer, the, the Red Sox. Eh. That was a bit, yeah. That was that was more like yeah. intimate, personal. And Matt yeah. Lauer, I fucking hate that dude. So how did he get the exclusive interview over every other Boston sports media person? Don't know. Yeah. Maybe other other Boston sports media weren't looking to have that kind of. Yeah, I guess that's exclusive. My, I guess that's my only eh, moment. I guess yeah. of yeah. this whole Hayward thing. But for good, the most part, okay. Good morning, America. Seriously, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. Yeah. Only chicks watch that. No offense. I think it would have been. <laughs> Wouldn't have been as bad if it was like. <laughs> I think it should have been like his, like, like his wife. It's and, like, and but, I, but, but, but what I mean by Good Morning America is like, there couldn't be two different audiences than like an NBA primetime game and people who stay home and watch Good Morning America in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's, you're not talking about a, a basketball fans, no, no, hardcore basketball fans watching Good Morning America. You're not. You're talking about my mom. <laughs> Who dropped the kids off at school and then goes and watches Good Morning America, the Oprah. That's like the day. Yeah. Price is right. And then you know what? You, yeah. Man, man, no, it's probably soap man, operas, man. 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 Price is right is what NBA fans would watch Price is right if they were home. Yeah, yeah it's true. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, this, in case you missed it, is uh, brought to you by CNS Mobile App. CNN. Oh, it's been a while. When you want the best. Oh. So, still got to talk to Nick though about that, about that check. Make sure yeah. you download the CLNS mobile app on your iPhone or Android. He can send oh. it to me at Rockland Trust. CN, CN Dutra. <laughs> Cash it. If he can find one. Like, apparently, there's only one in Wellesley and Rockland. Well, there's one in he's Wellesley, write, Rockland, Nita, Belford, Norwood. He's going to write S E E N. Scene. Scene. Especially because he thought he were black to begin with, right? <laughs> Day scene. Actually, that is how most black people spell Sean. <laughs> it's the right fucking way to spell Sean. It's actually the Irish way, motherfuckers. And I've already, I've already, I had a bet with my brother. I said, "Listen, you either call your first son Deshawn, and then if you have twins, you have to call him Deshawn and Day Day." And night, Sean. And night, Sean. There you go. <laughs> you didn't take the bet, though. So. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to rebound from that. The night, Sean. Night Wait. <laughs> we forgot about Sway. <laughs> yeah, we, did. We, did. we did. A big congrats to Joe Sway and being honored by El Mundo Boston as being one of the 30 most influential Latinos under 30 in the city. Congrats, brother. That's fucking oh, huge, thank you, thank you, bro. Thank you. That's great. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's a great honor, man. I was, uh, I've had a lot of fun with those guys. Had a couple interviews. Um, huge, huge fans of the podcast, guys. Huge, well, huge, huge fans of Causeway in general. And um, those guys are great. I can't wait for the uh, for the ceremony for the party. 
at uh, Royale. Oh, Tickets already sold out. Going down. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun, guys. It's going to be the second time something big happens at Royale for Sway. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, the last time I was there. Last time I was there, yeah. We, yeah, we told that story, John. right? Yeah, yeah we just told that story. Little John took him on stage and called him Pablo and had Pablo. him shake some champagne into the crowd. Now you can talk, call Little John something different. You can say, Little James, what are you doing? Little Juan. Little Juan. <laughs> yeah, really get there. But congratulations, <laughs> like, Sway. Yo, this That's is my buddy Deshaun. Hey, I, I've, I've known you. I've known you since you started getting into this journalism shit, man. And I'm proud of you, bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate right. it. Yeah, man, Thanks, guys. There's no, there's no words to describe. You know, oh, here comes Joel. all the, all the, all the good stuff that I've seen you go through, and and you continue to grow. And you know, the sky's the limit for you doing your thing. From fucking watching Celtics as little kids to covering the Celtics. Mm. It's fucking been amazing watching you. Oh do, man, do I appreciate thing. it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> guys. We, this is uh, this is a celebration for Saturday, man. All of us gonna be there, so I can't yeah, wait, yeah. man. We're gonna we're gonna be. Uh, Joel's crying. It's gonna be straight <laughs> straight Causeway Street in the building, man. Repping, of course. Repping hard, but yeah. there for you, bro. So shout out to Elvis. Yeah, shout out to Elvis, man. Great guy. He was actually the one who did the video interview with me. Uh, everyone there, I can't wait. You know, honestly, I'm I'm really honored. I'm I just man, it's just something that I. <laughs> when they first reached out to me, I was like, "All right, appreciate the recognition, but uh, probably not going to get that." <laughs> then, oh yeah, yeah, you were you were one of four hundred nominees, right? Yeah, yeah, crazy. And then it was top fifty, uh, and then I was just like, oh, "I wish you guys didn't tell me that because if, you know, if I don't get it, I'm going to be like, oh, I made the top fifty, but I didn't get quite where I wanted to be.'" And then we're sitting here being like, "Yeah, sway, great job making the top fifty, but yeah. you didn't quite make the cut." <laughs> but great job. And then I got the phone call, and I was I was ecstatic. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you to El Mundo, Boston. El Mundo. Uh, much appreciated. This is a publication that you know, Joel and I have known since we were kids. You know, It's been around since the 70s. been around for a while. Uh, seven, it's funny because you know, the 70s when you know, our mom came here, you know, came to yeah, Boston. Late 70s, yep. Late 70s. And then my father followed shortly afterwards. So it's, uh, he used to buy that every week. Yeah. Yeah, he did. So it's, it's unbelievable to be featured in it. And um, I can't wait for Saturday. But thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you can catch that Sway's... Uh, uh, interview in his profile on causewaystreetblog.com. Of course, we're putting that shit up there. Hell yeah, baby. So, yeah, shout out to you, Sway. And uh, G U H underscore air underscore E T on Instagram. And he said he was dying laughing from our uh, our aim talk. It was so funny. I had to stop working and go on my break because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's one of the best compliments we've ever gotten for the podcast, man. I told you that aim shit was gold, man. That aim shit was gold. He said it to me personally. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, the last pod had me dying. I really think you guys should do a non-Celtics podcast as well. (laughs) And that is it for... In case you missed it. You can follow our El Mundo Honorary at Joe. By the way, Al Horford got this award last year. Oh, that's right. He did. Al Horford got this award last year. This motherfucker is on the same thing. We didn't even bring it up to Anna. Fuck, man. We did. See, you know what? That crossed my mind, but I was like, she doesn't know what we're even talking about. Hey, Anna, this is uh, Joe Sway Pavone. I don't know if you know this, but I'm getting the same honor as Al. And and plus, what what do I say after that? How do you feel about that? Yeah. Like, Al never told me he got this what last the, year, so the I don't fuck know. Are you, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't about? know what you're talking about, but congrats. I do want to talk, talk to Al about it, though. That's something I'm planning yeah, on doing. Nice. So. Awesome. You can Should follow, be fun. You can follow Scene on uh, on Twitter, too. At Scene Dutra. S-E-A-N-D-U-T-R. Sean, you're making a little bit of a buzz on Twitter now. Yeah, you have. I feel like you used to be a little more quiet and sort of see things from afar, but now you're jumping in there. 
jumping in, man. I don't know. You know, get my feet wet, being a little, you know. Get your feet wet, dude. You should have been doing that a long time ago. I'm just I, I see, not doing it. Twitter's a hard thing to keep up with for me, man. Like, I love yeah, reading the shit, and, like, I get so caught up in reading it, I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to tweet anything about it now. I'm like, <laughs> it's already been said, but, you know me. I'll get there. Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter, guys. So, also, add the uh, Causeway Snapchat. We'll get something going on Saturday. It should be fun. Definitely. And uh, also, uh, follow the CLNS podcast channel on YouTube. We're on there now, if you haven't seen us on there regular. Yeah, so we're on, we're on like the... We're uh, going to talk to Nick about that on we're Saturday. On, we're on the fucking G League right now. <laughs> so you can say that <laughs> shit, which is some fucking bullshit, Nick. Nick ain't going to be there. But, he ain't going to be there. But, oh. but this episode actually is going to be on the front page of CLNS. Oh, uh, I should have told you guys before. Oh, well, edit, edit, edit that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. What up, Nick? Nick That's good. My man, Nick. Hey. Yeah. He still strongly encourages us to get on video. I'm like, all right. Whatever. Yeah. He goes, use this month. He said, we'll be there all month. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're, we're all. We'll we'll, do, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shit. This whole thing started as a, as writers, so Listen, you know we can get video if we want video. How long did it take us? How long did it take us to go from writing to podcasting? Joelle, and so Joelle didn't even want to do video when it comes to Anna Horford. She was sitting there all yeah, beautiful yeah, and dude. shit, dude. <laughs> she was all fucking it. professional, fucking makeuped up and just looked like a fucking like amazing a, woman. I and like you just you were just like no, you were no, just like no, I holding it. it away from you like you're scared of microwave can, radiation, bro. You're I like, can, I got that close. I can see, I can see her, but you couldn't see me. Yeah, I like the anonymous being anonymous. And and is a great looking woman. I think so. I think we'll say that. Oh, yeah, she definitely is. She yeah, knows she that. She is. Yeah, definitely. She knows it too. Wow. <laughs> all right. All right. Be before we get all creepy. For, oh, now we're getting creepy. <laughs> you brought it back up again. Just saying, you get scared of the video. That's not creepy. If I was creepy, then I'd be like, Hey, Anna. No, you would. All up in like, <laughs> like, how does like? You should see my teeth. I'm like, Hey, what's going on, Anna? Hey, this is, this is Joel. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but normally I control. <laughs> Yo! As seen as broken. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. (laughs) Until next time. Mic drop. Mic broken.